Welcome back, listeners, to a new episode of The New Standard. And always, you're checking out the post-game show. I know it looks a little bit weird. I don't have my partner in crime to my left, Neil Kulong, who is a bit under the weather. want to send my best out to Neil, and, and hopefully Neil gets better over the next couple of days. We should have Neil back on the program on Wednesday. But I want to ask you guys a question. Can I pick it? Can I pick it? Can I pick it? Yes, you can. Can I pick it? Yes, you can. Can I pick it? Yes, you can. Steeler fans, Steeler family, can I pick it? You should be saying, yes, you can. Big up to a tribe called Quest, R.I.P. Fife Dog. Can I pick it? Yes, you can. You know, when I was watching this game, a couple of things that jumped out to me. And before I jump into my breakdown, big up to everybody that's joining the show, joining the experience. You are checking out the new standard on November 28, 2022. We are coming to you after the Steelers' Monday night victory, 24-17 over the Indianapolis Colts. As always, if you want to catch the program, Go to YouTube, do a search for Lance Williams and the New Standard or Neil Kulong and the New Standard and check out the program. Also, you can find the program on your local uh, podcast feeder, any type of podcast feeder. Um, you can find us. Um, and like Grayson said, this is absolutely an interesting win. But the thing I want to jump into on both sides of the ball it's just stats on some passing issues, the rushing of the football, some situational football. And I want to look at that on both sides of the football. But again, can I pick it? Yes, you can. The other thing I thought of when I was watching this, this game was engine, engine number nine on the New York transit line. If my train goes off the track, pick it up, 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 pick it up. Because I can pick it. Yes, you can. You know, this season has been a little disappointing. And, and just taking a look at it from a 64,000-foot perspective, this season has been a bit disappointing. Steeler fans and Steeler Nation has become very spoiled because of the success of Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. We almost take going to the playoffs for granted to a certain extent. And so... With the Steelers now after the victory being four and seven and Mike Tomlin in the first time in his coaching tenure really being threatened with having a losing record, uh, we're a little bit spoiled. And it's hard for Steeler fan right now to kind of judge the season and, and look at it from a lens that I think is necessary to properly judge the season and put it in its right context. Here's the thing. This season is all about the development of Kenny Pickett. And we've talked about this ad nauseum on this show. Now, I want to say this to all of you people out there that want the Steelers to lose to get draft picks. This is why you don't want your team to lose to get draft picks. Because of the development and because of what having 
a fourth quarter comeback drive to win a game on the road does for the maturation of a quarterback, what it does for that locker room in terms of its belief in a rookie quarterback and also the belief of the city and the belief of the coaching staff and the belief of Steeler Nation. It, it goes a long way in the development of that player. The one thing that informs winning the most is winning. Just like you can't get better at playing football from not playing football, let me just take a step back and say this right now. I want you to raise your hands in the chat and you can respond with a picket or, or this other name. Who would you rather have right now? Ryan Wilson or Kenny Pickett? Now, I, I know that that might be a loaded, biased question given the audience, but who would you rather have right now? Who do you think is higher on the developmental curve in terms of being a franchise player, Kenny Pickett or Ryan Wilson? You have Ryan Wilson, a guy in which they sat down. They didn't even dress. They said, young man, you need to calm down, relax, and just watch. Take it all in. And you got Kenny Pickett on the road, out here, making plays, leading his football team to a fourth-quarter comeback. Now, unfortunately, the offense stalled. We'll talk a little bit about that. The offense stalled in the second half, but you see the growth and development even from last week's game against the Cincinnati Bengals, where he was able to overcome adversity in this game, pump some life back into the offense, get the game-winning drive, the game-winning touchdown, and execute on critical downs in a hostile environment on the road. It doesn't matter if it's the Colts who are coached by Jeff Friday. And, man, was that a horrible use of timeouts and time management at the end of that game. You think Mike Tomlin is bad when it comes to time management. Man, Jeff Friday was awfully bad. Or maybe I should call him Jeff Sunday or maybe Jeff Thursday, um, was awfully bad when it came to his clock management, letting the clock run, not utilizing the timeouts at the end of the game. And Matt Ryan is basically, we should call Matt Ryan the quarterback formerly known as Matt Ryan because I don't know who that guy is. That guy is not Matt Ryan. That guy is Paul Ryan. You know, the former uh, congressman, former speaker of the House, I believe. That's Paul Ryan. That's not Matt Ryan. That's his brother. But right now, when you look at the developmental curve of both players, of Ryan Wilson and Kenny Pickett, you're saying to yourself, can I pick it? Yes, you can. That's what you're saying. The Jet fans, although they might be going to the playoffs, they ain't saying can Ryan Wilson pick it? They're saying, oh, hell no, he can't. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying about Kenny Pickett. We are saying, can I pick it? Yes, you can. This is why you've got to play games. This is why it's important to compete every week. And this is why tanking sucks. 
even if you're not trying to win a Super Bowl every year, you're trying to play as hard as you can and win every game that you can because the odds of you becoming a successful franchise going from 4-13 and 13 to now becoming a playoff team, that doesn't happen often in the National Football League. What happens is you go 9-8, and eight, you go 8-9, and nine, then you make the jump to 12-5, and five, and it's weird trying to remember that this is a 17-game schedule and trying to get everything right. Big up to Kenneth McMahon Jr., big up to Ariel 75, Ollie Howard Species, Cat Prez, my man Mel, big up to you, and a big up to everybody out there. Hopefully you guys had a fantastic Thanksgiving. But let's jump into some of these numbers because it was really a case of night and day. And if if I were to tell any of you, that Kenny, uh, Kenny Pickett would, would be the guy to lead this comeback victory. You guys might have been like, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I picked the Colts to win the game 20-17. to 17, But I want to start on the offensive side of the ball, take a look at Kenny Pickett's numbers. He was 20 of 28, 174, was sacked three times, no touchdown passes. But he had a long of 35 yards, a beautiful pass to Pickett. And uh, he was 87.5 in terms of rating. That That's a very solid game. I think his first half obviously was much better. I mean, he was fantastic in the first half. I thought his first half was his best half of football. Uh, I mean, he was, he was lights out. You know, you look at his first half numbers, he was 14 of 18, 133, um, and had a 97.5 rating. He was, he was lights out. I mean, and this is what you want to see. You want to see the progression of a player week to week. You know, in that first half, they converted three of seven third downs. Um, they were one of two in the red zone. They were 50%, so they were solid there. Uh, they had eight first downs in that first half. So if he – what I'm still looking for from Kenny Pickett is to piece together two halves. I want – the next step is I want two halves of football – to look like this, where he's 14 of 18, 133. Second half, it looks pretty similar. He mixes in a touchdown pass, doesn't turn the ball over, and the rating is high. But that's the one thing that we're seeing week in and week out is now that he's starting to take care of the football consistently. The Steelers are scoring more points, and the Steelers are having a better opportunity to win some of these football games. When you look at the Steelers, over the past several weeks, they scored the 24, they scored the 34, and I think they scored the 20 against New Orleans. So not only is he playing well, he's playing consistent, and he's not throwing uh, interceptions. Now, like Kenneth McNair Jr. did state, you know, he did – I thought that was a bad throw uh, to pick it in the corner of the end zone. I think you've got to hit that. Um you know, I think he's capable of doing it. But like Kenneth McNair Jr. said, the potential to TD pass to DJ was right on target. I do agree with that. But I thought that was a tough play as well. Uh, but when Kenny gets hot, he is capable of completing 10 passes in a row. And I think Kenny Pickett shows some surprising athleticism with his ability to move out of the pocket. So I, I think if Steeler Nation, if you're a Steeler fan, you have to be happy with the maturation and the development and the growth that you're seeing week to week. Now, riddle me this. Let me ask you another question. I asked you guys the question about Ryan Wilson 
being compared to Kenny Pickett? And if would you guys rather have Ryan Wilson or would you rather have Kenny Pickett? Oh, yes, you can. And all you guys said, yes, you can, that you'd rather have Kenny Pickett. Let me ask you another question. Let's say the Steelers, you know, they go 500 over the next stretch. But let's say Kenny Pickett plays fairly well. You continue to see a ton of growth out of him. He starts to piece together four quarters of football, and it starts to look like a complete puzzle, a complete puzzle, and a picture, and a complete picture. Can you keep Matt Canada? You know, is there is, is there anything that says to you, uh, can you keep Matt Canada? You know, because to me, this season is all about the maturation and the development of Kenny Pickett. It's all about Kenny Pickett. It's all about answering that question of, do you have your next guy? Do you have your next franchise quarterback? Do you want to be, you want to be in a position where you do not want to go into next year having to ask that question, do we have our guy? Or having to find a guy because you don't think you have your guy. So it's 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 imperative that the Steelers answer that question this year of if they have the guy. And whatever has to happen for them to get the answer to that question, I think they have to do. Now, if you get to the end of the season, you can firmly answer that question and say, yes, Kenny Pickett continues to develop and play solid ball. They the offense continues to look like it does now, but incrementally get better over the course of the season. Let's say the Steelers, you know, they don't make the playoffs. They probably aren't. You know, let's just say they go 500. Can you keep Matt Canada as your coordinator? And I and I'm gonna answer the question for you, Steeler Nation. And you guys are gonna hate it. You're gonna uh, absolutely hate what I'm gonna tell you. If Kenny Pickett, and I, and I keep calling him Ryan Wilson. His name is Zach Wilson, but he's playing like Ryan Wilson. Um, he hasn't. He doesn't deserve that I call him by his real name yet. Anyway, uh, that guy Wilson. If you're playing like Zach Wilson, so if Kenny Pickett is improving over the course of the season, they might win some games. They might not. Do you keep him? Do you keep Matt Canada? Mel says, <laughs> not now, but hell no. <laughs> you know, if if Kenny Pickett likes him and Kenny Pickett is developing as a player under his tutelage, that's the most important thing, right? Right? I mean, like Ollie Howard Species said it. Let me bring up the comments. Steelers don't fire many coordinators. They usually let contracts expire, and Canada has another year. I'm just saying. Because what you don't want to do is change coordinators just to change coordinators and stunt the young man's growth. And I think the other thing critical in the growth of Kenny Pickett is what we saw today was the running game. And we talked about this. Me and Neil talked about this on the last show that over the last several weeks, you're starting to see 
an emergence of the running game. They are starting to run the ball pretty well week in and week out. Now, it's unfortunate that Najee Harris got hurt um, in the game, but what you're seeing is you're seeing a steady improvement in the running game, and they ran it against a pretty good front in, in the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, if you look at the numbers here, uh, and this is a name that I thought I wouldn't be saying all year uh, in terms of carries, Benny Snell, 12 carries, 62 yards, ran the ball hard, averaged 5.2 a carry. Najee ran it 10 times, 35 yards, 3.5, pick it. Or excuse me, Anthony McFarlane ran it six times, 30 yards, five yards a carry. Gunnar Olszewski even ran it once for nine yards. Derek Watt converted a fourth down, ran it once for four yards. Overall, as a football team, they ran it 36 times for 172 yards. They averaged 4.2 yards, excuse me, 4.8 yards per carry. Scored two touchdowns with a long run of 16. Now, we can see with the players in this running game, unless it's Anthony McFarlane, they're not going to get explosives in the running game. But what you're seeing and what you're starting to see week in and week out is you're starting to see a steady, consistent running game be developed. And it's probably not coincidental that with the development of that running game and that running game starting to cook and starting to get better, you see Kenny Pickett playing better. Because what it does is it puts Kenny Pickett in some better third and manageable situations. And that brings me up to another promising stat when you look at this game and you look at a Kenny Pickett and a development of him and this offense is that on third down, again, they were 50%, 7 of 14 on third down. That is great situational football for this offense. Again, it's ticking up. I mean, it, 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 it's ticking up. And if, if, you know, you continue to, if he continues to play better, I know Steeler Nation is like, oh, hell no, nah, when it comes to Matt Canada. But man, maybe Matt USA needs to stay. Maybe Matt States needs to remain the coordinator. I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you look at some of these numbers, you know, over the past, and I know it's a small sample size, but some of this might be, you know, Kenny Pickett, just because he's young and he's slowly getting better. But, you know, you look at the last, you know, you look at the last three games. They were 9 of 17 against the Saints on third down, 8 of 17 against the Bengals on third down, 7 of 14 tonight. You know, that's about 50% clip over the last three games. I mean, that is good third down offense. That's good situational offense. Again, last three games. Hasn't turned the ball over. Hasn't thrown a lot of touchdown passes either, but hasn't turned the ball over. You look at this run offense against the Saints. They ran it 31 times for 141. Last week, they ran it 20 times for 90 yards, four and a half, and they run it again tonight, I believe. Let me look back at the stats in the game book. You know, they run it for 172 for 4.8 yards per carry. So, again, we see that this offense is starting to grow. They got the Falcons next week. They got the Ravens and the Panthers, the Raiders, the Ravens, and the Browns. I mean, the, the Falcons give up a lot of points. 
The Ravens just got carved up by uh, Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm not going to sit here and say I think the Steelers are going to win out and somehow make the playoffs. But what I'm trying to say is we are seeing enough improvement from this offense to where you could make an argument that Matt Canada, a.k.a. don't call him Matt Saskatchewan, should possibly keep his job. And yes, again, the tight end shovel pass, yes, yes. There is always going to be particular calls in a game that people aren't going to like. But, you know, uh, Claude, what's up, Claude? Claude called me Lance Ollie Howard. Um, <laughs> that's a great one, Mighty Mitts. Um, but I, I thought this was a solid performance by Kenny Pickett in the offense overall. They stalled some again. You know, that's that's something that you obviously want to clean up. You know, in the third quarter, they really did not move the football at the second half. As the second half started on their sixth and seventh drive, you know, they punt it, they punt it. But that touchdown drive, that's an 11-play drive for 60 yards to score a touchdown, and they got five first downs on that drive. In the game, they got 22, another game with 20 and above first downs. That's 22 first downs in this game, 11 rushing, 10 passing. Again, this offense is slowly but surely starting to get better week in and week out. And depending on how the Steelers go over the course of these next several weeks, you know, if they keep playing like this and Kenny Pickett incrementally gets better, I don't know if it even makes sense to get rid of Matt Cannon. Yes, I said that. I don't know if it makes sense to get rid of Matt Canada and LT wrote, where are the Kenny haters? Don't switch up now. Let the guy develop is what I've been saying the entire season. And to LT, you, this is what you want. You want incremental development. You don't want that other guy Wilson type development where it's a, you get better. Then you get worse. Then you get worse. Then you light the Steelers up in a game. Then you get worse. Then you get worse. Then you get worse. The only thing that informs winning is winning. And it is critical that Kenny Pickett be put in he puts himself in this football team in these type of moments where he can prove himself to his locker room that he's the next guy to lead. Because he's coming in the footsteps of Ben Roethlisberger, a short first ballot Hall of Famer. You're going to have to convince that locker room that you're the guy. And when you go out on the road, play solid football, and win football games, you can do that. Yes, Ariel 75, I remember Zach actually carved the Steelers up and the clock did actually strike. Was a broken watch could be right two times a day, and he was right that one time that day against the Steelers on the defensive side of football. They played very well in the first half. I think as the Steelers could not sustain offense, I think the defense got a little bit tired in the second half. 
But in the first half, you know, some of these numbers that they held the Colts offense to were just outrageous. I mean, the Colts only had four first downs in the first half. Uh, they were one of five on third down. They only had 71 yards of offense to the Steelers, 232 yards of offense. And that's a ton of offense. That's a ton of yards at half. And another thing that kind of stood out uh, looking at it, I thought it was going to be a little bit higher. The Steelers were only 4.8 yards per play. Uh, they kind of got grounded down a little bit in the second half because they couldn't move the ball in the third quarter and only ended up with 323 yards. Overall, in terms of the entire game, uh, the Steeler defense held the Colts to three of 12 on third down. That's 25%. Although the Colts were two of three in the red zone, just like the Steelers at 67%. That's one thing that has to improve is teams are faring very well in the red zone. Special teams crept up a little bit gave up that return to set up the Colts. I think if that doesn't happen in the game, they probably blow the Colts out. Um, looking at their stats, Matt Ryan was 22 of 34, 200 yards, passing one TD, along of 28, an interception, and uh, for a quarterback rating of 77.9, where I thought the Steelers did pretty well. Is I thought they played Jonathan Taylor pretty well. Um, he, he ran it 20 times for 86 yards only averaged uh, 4.3 yards per carry. Matt Ryan himself had 22 yards, ran at a 5.5 clip. Um, so the Colts had a 20, ran at 25 times for 110 yards, 4.4 yards per carry. So I, I think the defense played solid. The one thing that's that that continually shows up is, you know, they give up some big plays in the passing game. Um, and, you know, reason... You know, I did pick the Colts to win this game. One of the reasons I, I thought I, I picked the Colts was I, I thought that Kenny was, you know, in his first road test may not answer the call, but I was surprised. But although they got beat a little bit over top of their head, you know, Matt Ryan is physically not, he's physically incapable of pushing the ball downfield consistently. And I, and I think, and I thought that that would play in nicely uh, with the Steelers offense where I was surprised was you know Kenny Pickett played so well in the first half and the Steelers really dominated the Colts in the first half um, I want to jump into this comment because I think it's interesting here from Anthony Picanio. Uh the most important thing is finding out if Kenny is real the season really doesn't matter our future is Kenny or will we have to go get a new QB period the end and I'm not going to say the season doesn't really matter because let's say the Steelers right now are four and seven. This is why I'm going to disagree with that slightly. Because I'm, I'm going to give you a scenario that just that, that that will that will make the season relevant uh, and, and why it matters. The Steelers are four and seven right now. Let's say the Steelers run the table. That will put them. Let me count it out. One, two, three, four, five, six. They win their next six games. They would finish at 10 and seven and have a shot at the playoffs. Now I'm going to loop this back to, and Kenny plays well. I'm going to loop this back to the comment. The season doesn't really matter. Now I'm giving you the best case scenario, obviously, but in that scenario, they win their next seed six games. 
Kenny plays well, the season absolutely matters. Because at that point, you have definitively answered the question and the point that Anthony makes in the first place. The most important thing is finding out if Kenny is real. You go on a six-game winning streak and go to the playoffs and he plays well, not only is he real, he's absolutely real. And he changes how you draft. He changes how you look at your franchise. And you are set up to win immediately. Immediately. Absolutely immediately. And at that point, if he does that, the baby steps are off. I'm not suggesting that he's going to do it, but I'm suggesting that the regular season is still important for the original point that Anthony made. It is where it is the it's the sample size that the Steelers are going to use to ascertain if Kenny Pickett is the guy. The one thing that still stands out is, you know, on a defensive side of football, although the Steelers got three sacks, TJ's not right. TJ's not right yet. I think he's still working himself back, um, getting into football shape and in condition, but TJ's not right. And I, I think the weak link right now, when you look at the Steelers' defense, are the corners. The corners keep giving it up. We'll see if Wallace um, goes into the concussion protocol. We'll see the status on his injuries later in the year. But, you know, I I'm really excited. I'm really excited by the maturation and the development of Kenny Pickett. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's 24, guy to play five years. You know, he's going to have to advance quickly. He's going to have to be very good, very quickly. You know, other numbers that are promising, uh, when you look at Kenny Pickett and you look at this offense, over the last three weeks, they've gotten 13 red zone trips. I mean, that's fantastic. I mean, although they only converted two of five in the Saints game, the last two games, three of five and two of three in the red zone. That's fantastic. That means this offense is growing. And this offensive line is growing. I still think that, you know, one of the biggest weak links on this offensive line, and I think it's something that they have to absolutely address in the offseason, is the left tackle position. I mean, Dan Less is going to get somebody killed. And he kills drives, but it's getting better. It's promising. I mean, it's 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 much improved. And they're still doing some good coaching in that building. And we see it, and we see it evidenced on the football field this week. Um, if you guys have any questions, once again, you guys are checking out the new standard. Uh, Steeler podcast for Steeler Nation. I am going solo tonight because my partner in crime, Big Neil, is under the weather. Hopefully, he feels better. We're going to have Big Neil back on Wednesday. Hopefully, everybody listen to the show. Please wish Big Neil a speedy, speedy recovery. We're going to break down that Atlanta game. Hopefully, we will have someone on the show from FalconsWire.com. Um, if you guys have any questions that you want to kick around, before I get out of here, um, go ahead and throw those in the chat. But you know, I, I'm I'm I, I'm a little optimistic about what I what I'm seeing because you know I'm looking at this season from the lens of it's a developmental year, and it's all about Kenny Pickett. And what I saw tonight should make all of Steeler Nation 
excited is because you went out and got a tough road win and your future franchise quarterback was the main reason that you did so. Came up big, 11-play, 60-yard drive in the fourth quarter to win that game. That's huge. That's absolutely what you wanted him to do. I'm watching the game. I'm saying to myself, this is a test. This is a test that we need to see him pass, and I think he passed it with flying colors. But with that, we're going to go ahead and conclude the show. A little bit shorter today, but a solid victory, a solid performance from Kenny Pickett. I want to thank everybody that chimed into the show. Thank you for supporting your boy. If you have not subscribed to the program, make sure you subscribe. Uh, tune in, tell a friend. You know what I'm saying. Tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. Go Steelers. Great job, Kenny Pickett. Steeler Nation, let's go.